I thought Jordan was going to tell me to stop talking again. No! <laughs> Carl, that was yesterday's buzz. We're on a good buzz. We're on a good buzz. We're on a good buzz. <laughs> I told you that was going to work out. Yeah. It's getting it. Well, I love that. We've got our closing to it. Okay, that's it. We're done. All right, what's on the show today? It's been a while, guys, but Goat Chat is back. What does Goat stand for? Greatest of all time. That's it. So we got that right in there. there. Uh, arguably the uh, most unlucky man in rugby stopped by. Sean Stevenson is going to be on the podcast today, which is dope to talk to him. It's so good to have guests like him on like in these times where probably someone like him, the year he's had, doesn't want to really talk about. He was so open. Real, raw, honest. Such a good vibe, eh, Yeah, amazing guy and um, an amazing story behind him as well. 100%. Can't wait for you guys to hear that. And I don't give a shift is back just to kind of get everything off your chest before we jump into the shift, weekend. Man. I don't give a shift. But we always start the show with an absolute boom. And because it's a Friday, Matua Mark. Ah, yes. Uh, and I have been asking people to nominate what they think should be our vibe. And this comes from Benjamin. He was very excited to bring this to the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get your ass up and hurt rough. Let's push. Uh. Ice Cube, baby. Yee-hee. 99, baby. Ah, ah. I'm on the grind, baby. Ah. All the time, baby. Everybody do it. In the car, let's go. You can do it, put your back into it. I can do it, put your ass into it. You can do it, put your back into it. I can do it, put your ass into it. Put your back into it. Put your ass into it. Tick, tick, boom. Hit me banging down these back streets. Bumping black streets. Treated like an athlete. Life ain't a track beat. It's a marathon. Oh. Cemetery that a nigga gets buried Where we on. Going, bro? We be coming to the day we die. Yeah, you think we lie. But if you oh, think we work. lie, you can think again. Because when it's sink or swim, you got to think to win. Oh. And if I drink this oh. in, everybody annoyed. Thank you, Benjamin. So yeah. What a way to bring in the weekend. What a way to bring in the weekend. But I ask you. Hey, um, as we check around the room, I just wanted to say really quickly, and I, it's a bit of a public service announcement for us and for our community, I wanted to acknowledge the fact that our shifters, Spano, has grown substantially in the last four months, and we thank Super you guys grateful. so Super much grateful. for that. Uh, I think it's important also to understand that we are looking to achieve some really cool things with the morning shift. Our passion is about giving people a window into our culture, sense of humour, community, and our lives. Uh, and with the idea that we entertain, educate, and uplift where we can within the shifters community. I just wanted to point out, too, we must uh, remember, as the three of us, that we're good mates. We uh, we can get a little sloppy with some of the things we say, uh, with our friendships, our jokes, our quips. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand, too, boys, and this is just me giving you a little finger wiggle. We need to make sure that we um, 
We appreciate that as our community grows, the chance to offend can. So I want to say, for our first 100 episodes that we have done, and we achieved that this week, <laughs> we apologise to anyone who could get offended, but we genuinely want to connect with you guys, and we're so happy you're on for the journey. Here's to 100 more Come on. and many more joining us in the Shifters, buddy. 100%. Come on. That's the way to start our Friday. Yeah, I, love, I love that. Nothing wrong with that, you know. Tighten it, tighten up, a it up a little bit, especially since because does that mean that when I say hope you guys get to experience a love? No, you got to stop saying you guys that. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> We're done with that. Oh, okay, cool. No more for a brief moment. All that aspirational. I, love I hope that. you do that. I hope you do. Love that. Nice, hey, Mark. Can I check in on one thing? Yeah. Game day, baby. Woo! Game day. Our boys are back. Warriors are playing tonight. Up the wires. Up the wires. What time is that, Mark? Eight up the fires too. Yeah, up it's the an fires. eight o'clock kickoff. Eight o'clock. Up the fires. Are we still oh, going yeah, in the But up the wires, they're playing the Dragons tonight, I think, so good luck, boys. That's winnable. Matua Mark, we win that game. What changes? Not much. we just still got to keep tracking towards the finals, right? I totally. Guess. Yeah, we got to hold on to that third-place spot. we got to keep on winning these games. So that, that sold out. That sold out like a couple of days ago. Mm. I would imagine that the next game they have, that's probably going to sell out. Yeah. Do they have a chance to play a, a final game at home? A like home a, semi, yep. A they semi? will, if they can continue And they're going to move that to Eden Park? I heard the rumours. Don't do that. Don't do it. Why why would you get... Why would you remove yourself from the spiritual home ground that that is? Yeah. Organisation that is the Warriors. Mount Smart. Listen to us. Do not leave. Do not leave the sacred ground of Mount Smart and go off to Eden Park and play that game there. Can I be a little selfish and say that it's closer to my house? Go timeout. Timeout. (laughs) You want to walk home? You want to walk home? Yeah, let's all do that because you're the little announcer. I like that. I like that. Up the fast. Up the wires. All right, let's jump into the show with some daily bread. Breaking bread. With the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Here we are, and it is August 18th. 230 days deep into the air. 135 left to get her done. Get her done. It is Men's Grooming Day today. We remind men. That's our beards in that, eh? Yeah, the grooming techniques. um, Something special about going to get a cut from the barber. You come out there, feel it's like a spiritual uplifting when you leave and get a good cut. Yeah, a little different too. I've had a, a... a male grooming session in London and Ooh, cool. the way they use the warm towels they, they treat the beard they do the shave they burn out the air here oh, with they like get the to oh, I need that yeah hey like, is that actually is that anywhere in New Zealand like have you seen the old the old men that like rub the ears and yes, they like yes. fully slap your face almost but it looks like so relaxing we have a very watered down version of grooming yeah, here in New Zealand if, if someone came over from the UK that, or word's, a bit, that, word's, that word's a bit triggering much of it's yeah. a bit of word eh <laughs> <laughs> it's very watered down. Um, anyways, uh, Pinot Noir Day as well. What's the difference? Can you guys? You guys are wine connoisseurs. Can you can you tell me what a Pinot Noir is? Pinot Noir, I always think of as the kind of creme de la creme of the reds. Mm. Like a Merlot's kind of soft. Um, oh, cab- Pinot Noir is always red. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what I need to ask. You. And <laughs> yeah, and you do not put it in the fridge, <laughs> that, that. Jordan. No, no refrigeration of a Pinot Noir. I love it cold. No, it's not about being cold. It's supposed to be warm or room temperature. Not warm, sorry, room temperature. Really? That's how it sits perfectly on the palate. I always felt that okay. way around, okay. Mark. I always felt like the Merlot was. I was getting a little bit older. Like I was, I was getting into adulthood, oh, jumping into the should, Merlot. You two should dutty wine but it's together. The Pinot, the Pinot, where I was like, okay, I'm just I'm is learning into this. Yeah, Merlot's are typically quite smooth and soft. It kind of like a. I always thought Merlot was a bit old. Kinda. I kind of didn't know. Jordan's why, trying to get on this one. I don't know why he really featured. I always thought King Arthur was a better one to talk about. Yeah, yeah, I always thought the same. Uh, and it's never give up day. <laughs> when things are going tough, when you're missing Facts. out of a conversation, don't give up. Put something else in it. Um, it's never give up day. Uh, look, a lot of people are going through a lot right now and finding a lot of things to be grumpy about. Just don't give up on those things that you're pushing for. Hey, you can have a, you can rest, but you can't fold. Oh. Yes, but- oh. 
Speaking of someone who uh, didn't fold uh, when it came to the opinions of others, this this came out the last uh, couple of days, but Carlos Tevez, do you guys remember him as a football player? He used to play for the Red Devils, Man United, yes. Argentinian uh, international mm-hmm. player, great player. Um, he's come out and said a statement, and I thought I'd just read it because I think it's kind of really cool. He said, a lot of people criticised me uh, because I went to China. He went to go get a big bag in China. I wonder like, where he went to. And he hadn't really, like, he wasn't really in his twilight years of his career. He was still definitely usable by some big clubs. But he said, uh, but in reality, they don't know my story. Listen, I'll tell you something. When I went to Corinthians, it was a before and after moment in my career. With this transfer, I earned a lot of money. But you know what I did? I told my agent that I did not want this money. I just want to buy 15 houses in my family to get out of the place where we grew up. Nobody knows this, but I'm trying to support 15 families, including my brothers, my uncles, and if you start counting, that's like 60 people. Everything I did was because I want the new generation of Tevezes to be better, to have a good education and not to grow up uh, where, and go through what I went through. Wow. I think like, cool you know, there's, <laughs> it does feel like that, but I think, yeah, I think with all these big contracts and big money, I'm always, I'm always a fan of like the players going and, and going against the grain a bit, eh? And, because, I mean, 20 years from now, like, do you really care if someone's on the street going, thanks well, for riding I mean, it out and getting us a... I mean, it does matter, but, like... No, nah, you're talking about, like, the duty they owe to fans. The duty's always to Fano. Over what, yeah, what right? they could earn for their family. Imagine that. Imagine being able to uplift an entire generation of your family and the generation before them and being able to do that because of what you're good at in this world. Man, Carlos Devers, he, he's underrated, and that's a cool story. Yeah, it's cool. I got some daily bread today as well. Uh, the daily bread that I have, we only want to talk about the most interesting and fascinating things going on around the world. So why not this? Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg fights off. Yeah, Elon Musk no don't want that smoke. Eh? He don't want that smoke, bro. Mark wants that smoke. Man, they were trying to make a really big thing out of this. So obviously, two of the biggest and most influential people in the world. They wanted to have the fight. Well, there was a, there was talk that the fight was going to be at the Coliseum. Ooh, in LA. <laughs> No, 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 in Rome. Oh, wow, okay. Like the, no, they still the use, I, Coliseum. They yeah, don't use the Coliseum anymore. No, it's it's a tourist attraction. Yeah. It is just <laughs> broken with everyone taking selfies. You can't get into the bottom part of it. But uh, when you actually think about them going into the Coliseum, yeah, I think it sounds stupid now. But if you look back on it and, and I don't know, thousands and thousands and thousands of years from now, they'll look back and, and think Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, they were these soldiers. They were these warriors, these big, <laughs> strong men that went to fight. At the, at the Coliseum. Anyway, fight's off. Well, it's easy to get your fight called off if you just book the Coliseum and they say, actually, you can't fight there. And they're like, oh, okay, oh, we can't well. fight then. I think it's almost poetic considering that, you know, the arena of sport is really like the modern-day Coliseum these days. And if you actually look at the history of the Coliseum, it was always used as a huge distraction for the people, right? Because if they saw the Warriors fighting in the Coliseum, they were less likely to lobby together to obviously effect change on Caesar or whatever they, he wanted the people to do. So I think it's notable, like, this is this is a fight that's not happening, but a lot of things happen during uh, the time when they were trying to promote this. Uh, Mark was starting threads. Boy, uh, this is a brilliant look. There, there, was, that, a there was that accounting angle. mistake where somehow USA sent well billions of dollars done, to Ukraine man. to fund the that's, war. That's impressive. You know, that like, was good from so you. So I'm just saying, like, we've got to keep these things in mind. We don't really know where the truth is. We're they were never going to fight. Never eat the dangling carrot, my whanau. Never, Never give eat up the dangling day too. carrot. I like that. There you go. That's your daily bread. Breaking bread with, with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. This is The Morning Shift. <laughs> the greatest of all time. Yes, it is. It has been a hard minute. The sound effect. Don't forget that, Brooke. It is time for Go Chat. We bring it back. 
Now, if you're new to The Morning Shift, welcome. It's great to have you here. We do a little segment called Goat Chat. The greatest of all time chat, right? For example, Jordan, what are some of the ones that we have done in the We've past? We've done great uh, goat uh, TV shows. We've done goat the 90s. Lollies. Lollies. Matil Mark uh, subbed on that one. That's my K-Bar. This week, today, our Goat Chat is... Favorite car from a movie. Oh. And you know what? We, we kind of make this segment, and, and we love to see where we, when we've done this. It's kind of like you've the shifters have gone off and had their own debates. Someone tagged me one time, uh, and they were like having a full rumbucks, you know, <laughs> argument. And we love to see that. So maybe for you, make sure it plays out in your wherever you guys go and talk totally. about your favorite cars too. Let us start the conversation and you guys end it in your you friends finish. groups. Yeah, you finish. Absolutely, absolutely. So as we say, boys, when it gets to this point as well, we know that the canvas, well, that's the shifters. <laughs> this microphone here, that is our paintbrush and that's where we go to work. I just want to encourage everyone to keep an open mind. You know, don't think of previous goat chats and who your favorite is. You know, just I too would like to come with an open mind and an open heart, right? <laughs> Fresh beginnings, new right. beginnings. Mark, what order are we in? I think I think today is a good chance for you to go first. Mm-hmm. I think you take leadership, take reins of today's goat chat, and you just you just rip in when you're ready. All right, who's second though? I want to know, just so I know who I can point well, to. Well, Jordan hasn't been second yet, so Jordan can go second. Right. And uh, I'm getting told an awful lot. Today and I'm just I'm gonna be a team player. Whatever Brooke, show whatever Brooke wants and needs. All right, Brooke. So you're telling me I have to go first. All right, that's it, my bye. All right, right well, let's get started. Oh. All right, well, let's get started, play. What if I told you that the greatest car to ever feature in a movie was in fact the reason you are alive today? That that car is solely responsible for the boomer generation. That that car paved the way for the music genre rock. That this car was to the world what the internet is to the next generation. So good. So good. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the greatest car ever to feature in a movie is in fact the car that led you to this very podcast. Ah, the foreshadowing. Stop it. The beat. Oh my god, he's tied the music. He's tied the music. We live for this. Let me take you back to the 1970s. A lost generation. The 60s had left the world spinning from experimental drugs and the hippie generation. Tell him, The world was in search for some grit, some gravel, some forward momentum, mm-hmm. and acceleration into the new. The world was in need of a rebirth. And that lift came in the form of a 1948 Ford Deluxe Convertible. Hydromatic. Ultramatic. Why could be Grease Lightning? Grease Lightning! 1978. The movie Grease was a worldwide phenomenon. A generation found its why. The boomer generation exploded all over our population's faces. Sure, Olivia Newton-John, rest in peace, and John Travolta built a career off it, but the real star was the Ford Deluxe named appropriately Grease Lightning. 
Let's park for a moment the damage to the environment Grease Lightning had with its petrol-thirsty V8. I'm telling Chloe. <laughs> it was thirsty. And focus on the fact that the world fell in love with the 1948 Ford Deluxe. And thus, the movie Grease. To the point that nothing gets a cunny cunny floor started like Grease Lightning the song. The movie spawned one of the most popular stage shows and the car itself sells for well over $75,000 US here in New Zealand. If you're lucky enough to even find one. My presentation go could go into the boy racer influence, the rock music genre born from it, the babies born because of it, but I think the real voice belongs to the greatest car to ever feature in a movie, Mr. Grease Lightning. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest car to ever feature in a movie, Grease Lightning. How'd you get the car in the studio? Yeah, it's enough now, Grease. Chill, chill, chill. Oh, Mark, man. There it is. Man. The explosion on the face. Wow. Seriously. Explosion on the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't the know. The exhaust what state, the exhaust. Yeah, it's certainly. Yeah, the fumes. Damn, That's Mark, you okay, Mark's first. Okay. Play my track, mate. Let's get into this. Fast game's a good game. We built this city. We built this car. That's not the lyrics. It's my turn, shifters. Let's shift gears. If we're talking goat cars of all time in any movie, considering everyone knows I'm a car enthusiast from Vroom. Yeah, he is. Asking me to pick one car is like asking a father to pick his favourite child. You know that. It's possible, but it just wouldn't be right. <laughs> Come here, kids. <laughs> So if you would allow shifters, let's shift gears through memory lane with a couple of notable mentions on GOAT cars from movies. In no particular order, if I'm getting started, we have to start with my baby girl, Eleanor. Who's that, may you ask? It's not an actress, silly. It's not an actress, Brooke, you wouldn't know. It's the Matt Gray GT500 from the movie Gone in 60 Seconds. I spent two years straight dreaming about that car every night. I'm a man of history, so ask your dads about this one. Next on my GOAT list, I would have to include the Red Dodge Charger off Dukes of Hazzard. Oh. <laughs> Fun fact, not that you asked, but two dozen Dodger Charger sorry, two dozen Dodge Chargers brand new models were used between 1968 and 1970 and were all written off in the making of that show, yes. Sad Day. Yes! Next He's up, facts. River. River Jordan. Except make it Bond. The James Bond movies and the cars that featured were almost synonymous with each other. <laughs> there were many great Bond cars, but my pick from these movies would have to be the iconic Aston Martin DB5. <laughs> if you know, you know. Does it all have to be fast and flashy, though, Mark? Brooke. What about the cars that made us and captured our imaginations? That's got to be the DMC12, a.k.a. The DeLorean Yay! from Back to the Future. I know cars, man. <laughs> Next, a great man once said, everyone's looking for a thrill, but what's real is family. That was Dom Toretto, who said that, he said that, Fano, and you best believe his black 1970 Dodge Charger RT is making my goat list. Oh, 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 but oh, to oh. wrap this up, Fast Game's a good game. How can we not include 
Paul Walker's Sky Blue R34 GTR Skyline. That is yeah. a thing of legend. Rest in love. And just remember, go cars. That's my go cars. <laughs> yeah, metalhead. Pop I'm the bonnet, it, man. Let me check the engine specs. <laughs> Woo! Okay. You like that? Time to close the show. That was good. That was good. And you're so right. There's so many cars that you could have gone with. I think you forgot the Batmobile. Oh, we yeah. all forgot about the Batmobile. Have you started or are you just going to attack me? The like, Tumblr one, eh? The Tumblr one was insane. Have you started? Is this part of your thing or are you just going to like not talk, talk down on me? Talk down? Never. I'm just saying some of the ones that we Let's could Let's go, Opti. You're right, though. Dodge Charge could have been in there. Back to the future. Mm. You're so right. But I went for a car that was more than a car. One that had feelings. <gasps> a car that wait what? A car that could talk. I like that. A car that showed empathy. <laughs> the car that I've gone with. Night Rider. My name is Optimus Prime. Oh! I've gone with Optimus Prime. Nice. Big Optimus, no big O. More of a truck, not really a car, but go on. Trucky both. Don't you dare derail this, Mark. Not this early. What separates him? Come on. I have to think about it. He can talk, bro. Yeah, he can. He got me a car that can talk. Corridor. But it takes me back to simpler times. Remember Sam Wickwicky? I love Sam Wickwicky. Shia LaBeouf. Mm. He was getting One of the, in my humble opinion, greatest actors of all time. Talk about it. Preach. Him and his beautiful partner, Megan Fox, just roaming around the world with their best friend, Bumblebee. Oh, Bumblebee! And their boss, the oh, big the man, Optimus Prime. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Just out here trying to make you feel something. Now, I don't know if you guys know this or not. I didn't grow up with a dad. Oh, we're doing this again. You've already used that. You've used that card, bro. Sorry. Ah, ah, ah. We're doing this again. I don't know if you... we got new listeners. I don't know if you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that again. You two, shush. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I didn't grow up with a dad. Oh. So I was looking for qualities wherever I could find them. And trucks. And I looked <laughs> in my young adolescence for a sense of the world and big Optimus Prime. Yeah, you did, bro. Look at you now! How to be brave. Mm-mm. How to be strong enough to be gentle. Get him! Yes! Get him, bro! The selflessness behind Optimus. Freak! Hug that in a child. <laughs> and maybe, and just maybe, his greatest quality, leadership. Oh. Which uh, I'm going to chuck you guys in this boat here as well with me right here. The morning shift, especially Matua, Mark, and Jordan. Leadership is what we're trying to do right here. Here we are. We are trying to kick the door down on new media. Yes, we are! Everybody's welcome at this table. Everybody is eating at this table. The food's ready! Kick the gates down to the gatekeeper. We're putting that foot down on the throttle. Accelerating through the door, and we're kicking it down to the future. The Rothschilds. You know where we got that from? Optimus Prime. So in closing... The Reserve Banks. What separates Optimus, bar the fact he can talk and make you feel something. Talk to me. 
Tell me. He's not just a car or a robot, but a symbol of unity. Strength. Resilience. And in a world of cinematic wonders, Optimus Prime, to me, is the greatest car in a movie and in the wise words of Optimus Prime. It's been an honor serving with you all. Autobots, roll out. Roll out! We're rolling out! That's why we the best! <laughs> we are! Roll out! Roll out! We are! What are they again? Autobots! Autobots! Bada bing, bada bing! Come on, baby! Show me no one else that can do that! I dare you! Go chat team. We'll see you in a few weeks. Over and out. This is the morning shift. Hey, look, man, we try to give you all of it. Hey, from that to this. That's it. From go chat to someone who's trying to climb the ranks and be a goat himself. We're very lucky to get Sean Stevenson. Can we just talk about that real quickly? Re- I just, yeah, I, I want to talk about that point, Brooke. Um, we're very privileged that, you know. Um, anyone would want to come onto this podcast, but particularly with our, our athletes, yeah. it's not something they're always keen on because maybe traditionally, you know, you don't know what sound bites are going to get used. But I think for us, like, he felt comfortable to come on. That's Obviously, right. the year he's had, and it was just really nice for us to just kind of gas him up a little bit, eh? Just like the, the year he's had and, and what he's still trying to do. Great and guy. Just such a level head with everything that's going on as well. So, we're going to drop the full podcast at lunchtime today, but here's just a, a very small clip of they call him Shooter. Sean Stevenson, here's a clip of our, uh, our shooter, chat we have. Shooter, That's a Robin Thicke song. All good, if you don't know. So your parents were a major part of, of ch- helping you choose what school, you, high school you were going to because they could see some, some potential in you and they could see it being something better. So does that make it when you get that all-black jumper and it really emotional because it's like them that's driven you or helped drive you into this dream position and then this is your chance to pay them back? Yeah, 100%. Like... Um well, when I went to Graham, obviously it's for maybe like it was 12, and a, 12 and a half grand to go to boarding school. Yeah. And I didn't get a scholarship or anything. Wow. So my um, my parents like sold the boat. Um, and I think, you know, they took a loan out for me to go to boarding school. So mm. they had like, obviously invested a lot in me. And like you said, to come and get this far and then to actually get my debut a couple of weeks ago. Um, like I wasn't emotional leading up to the game or um, even during the game. But once that final whistle went, like I looked around. Saw them, had a little bit of a yeah. tear, and then um, once all the family came onto the ground, my mum and dad were there, like, because they've been there every step of the way from when I talked about being at Silverdale as a five-year-old junior kid, you know, you're what, playing 22 to the trial line, you know, and then you get a couple years older, then you're halfway to the trial line, and then you get to, like, 10 or mm. 10 to 11, and you're playing full field. And, been there. and then I just think, like, um, how much they've had to sacrifice in their life to, you know, all the hours that they've put in, um, and like they obviously they say, nah, that was all you, that was all you. But you know, I think how they've raised me or how they've got to me or like got to that point of when I finished school and was comfortable to go down to Hamilton. Um, you know, there was a lot of tough times down there as well because um, when you leave school, you don't actually have that much money. Like you're literally mm, you're trying it. you're trying talk to crack it. it. You're trying to crack professional mm. rugby. Um, and like for example, you might be on a PUD, which is only like seven and a half k, and um, a month. A year. Oh, oh, oh. A year. So, um, and then I was I got called in to train with the Chiefs for the full year. So, 
um, I couldn't actually work full time. So I was literally playing Monday. Oh, I was training Monday to Friday as an 18 year old at Chiefs and then go play club footy on a set there. And I would have only been on like 12 and a half uh, grand for my first year. So I think at the time it was like 800 bucks a month. And that's and stressful you that because you, you can't like go out and get a strenuous job because that's going to affect training. That's yeah, because yeah, so, well, you're, you're yeah. literally like in the environment. So you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to say I need to go like go get a job because I'm, mm. I'm living like my dream. dream at the moment is I'm like, um, doing professional. Very and like I said, I was actually like, trip, like 70 kgs dripping wet. So I needed to be in the gym, man. I was like bench yeah. pressing like just the bar. Oh, it was, it was the tough, harder man. thing though sometimes is that people, the perception is that you're cracking it, right? Yeah. And you're dealing with that too mm. from people like, oh, you're a rugby player, you're cracking yeah. it, you made the Chiefs team. but Yeah, so I think like because heaps of us boys have gone through that that process, now when we sit down with like player associations and like what we want for the younger boys coming through is we want like guidance and um, mm. we want more money for them to actually like, if they're going to be working full time or, um, you know, three or four days a week, like we actually need to get around them and Help them make sure that they're actually going all good and that they're getting paid the right money like that they need for the – for that year, you know what I mean? Because you're basically rugby apprentices, right? Yeah. 100%. So you, you'd be wanting the equivalent of say what an apprentice would get if they were learning their, their as a plumber, an yeah. apprentice plumber. You kind of want to be learning it, but having enough money to be able to hone in that craft. Yeah. And a little different for you boys too. Like you're saying, you're trying to gain weight. Yeah. The only way to gain weight on that amount of money is, oh, is not good food. I was like fifteen hundred calorie protein shakes, like two or three times a day Ugh. on top of food as a chore eh? yeah and it's like I'm not even like I'm just stuffing this down but I think like I think Harry Grant came out not too long ago about um how about, storm? How yeah, yeah like about all the um league players you know if you're starting to crack it off like they don't get paid enough and whatnot and um yeah I think it's just getting the guidance around that because like if I'm coming back to when um I celebrated with my parents on the field. It was like those tough times, man. Like there were some dark times down those first couple of years. And obviously I was grateful that I was in the environment, but getting, I like guess living off like a couple of hundred bucks a week and whatnot. And, um, you know, people were doing it now and whatnot. It was, um, I guess it's just like one of those moments that, you know, staying in it and mm. um, I guess grinding it out for the last eight or nine years um, made it all worth it. So, um, yeah, I think there was that, there was so many tears and stuff like that. And, and I think, like even though it's a dream for me, like it's been a dream yes. for like my family, family and my yes. parents. You know, like they've like your cousins, your auntie and uncles. They come yes. to your games. Like everyone's been there from totally. you know day dot. And so, um, obviously to get like to celebrate with them, I think it's like yeah, sweet. I'm 41 years old, and I'll be the first to admit I have not seen someone string together an NPC campaign like you have, Super Rugby a campaign like you did. And then to not make that all black, like even starters. I'll say it bluntly, you deserve to be there. And I have not seen a campaign like that before. I ask you to take us through those times where you are alone, by yourself. You know what you've strung together. You know how good you've been. What's going through your head? What are you, what's, what are you battling in your head when you know what you've done and that the result hasn't been what you've wanted? Yeah, I think you still, I think, yeah, you definitely ask yourself questions like, oh, like what could I have done different? And um, I think, because you've gone through uh, through so much hurt, like from the start of the career. And when I say hurt, it's not like always, you know. But like, obviously, you remember the dark times that you've had to get to um, where you are now. And um, I guess even you know, throughout your whole career, you get hit with um, small punch, like punches in terms of you don't make teams or you're getting yeah. injured or um, oh, sorry, you're not in the twenty three this week. You know, you're playing club rugby, and yeah, I was like, I was playing North Coast rugby prems um, July last year. Um, and so, like, I guess it's kind of like a, I don't know, 
you come from playing um, prems to then coming into Super Rugby and starting every game. It was quite a surreal moment to then making the All Blacks and playing your debut like literally a year later. Um, yeah, it was. I guess the the tough times make you a, a lot stronger. And um, like I'm not gonna lie, like I'm pretty proud of myself in terms of how I've bounced yeah. back over the last few years. And um, I wasn't always pretty, and there was times where I was I'll literally like call my mum up and be like. Oh, I want to get out of here, like, I'm not enjoying it, um, you know, to mates and stuff like that, like, I need to get out of here, and, um, yeah, obviously there was tough times last year when I thought, you know, I didn't make the All Black 15 after um, playing for Harbour and stuff like that, there was um, some tough times there, because I was like, damn, like, that's the second team in New Zealand, and I can't even, like, crack that, so, like, well, you know, where does it, yeah, well, where do I, where do I stand now, and, um that's when all those rumours started playing, coming up about league and stuff like that. And I still had one more year on my contract and I was like, um, you know what, well, I'm just going to go in this year and um, give it a good nudge. And um, I'm obviously strung a whole um, season where I've started, or played every game this season, um, and which I did. And then I guess, yeah, to get, get the honours, I, I guess I felt like I deserved. Um, four weeks later for my debut, I, I guess it just all made it... Um, yeah, pretty special. The man, the myth, the legend, shooter, aka Sean Stevenson. He does also give us an exclusive where he'll be next year. <laughs> or does he? Are we lying? I don't know. Maybe we're just trying to get you to listen to that full party after 12. Drop in then. Check it out. It'll also be on YouTube tonight, too. Let's get it. This is the morning shift. I don't give a shift. I don't give a shift. Genius, actually. Guys, I Don't Give a Shift is a segment we like to bring back every now and then. When you just, when you feel like you got to get something off your chest, when you're alone in this big, bad world, everyone's kind of looking at you sideways. Uh-uh, not today. Uh-uh, not up in here. Don't pick on me. Basically, the idea of I Don't Give a Shift is, is you're, you're in love with something and everyone else seems to hate it or everyone else loves it. And you're like, I don't see the... I don't see the be-all and end-all about what everyone else seems to love. Oh, I think another thing the shifters have done is they've, they've, they've evolved it, right? It's even just they want to go at someone. They're they, attacking they just, the family. They, they're, they're attacking someone. And they're just chucking out and give a shift on the end of it. You know what? This is your show. You guys can do what you like with it. So we, we tucked it out there. And as always, some of the greatest responses that we could possibly have. Here's a few. Every day at work, there's this lady that I sit behind. And she always does this disgusting thing. She goes like this. You know, with her nose, and then you can hear her swallow the saliva or snot, or whatever. She's just picked up out of her face, and <laughs> I don't give a shift about your shift, man. Shift you today, man. I'm gonna shift you forever. They say money shift you forever. Oh, the remix. Hey, it happens though. Sometimes it's funny in an office, like. We've all worked with colleagues. They just have those little things, eh, that you can't like unhear or see. Yeah, you just like shush, yeah. And then the smaller things, the more you hang out with them, the bigger it gets. It's a dead giveaway as to how we're brought up. Like that's obviously something that happens in the family, or they don't care for. Like it doesn't matter. Whereas if you're brought up where you're going, it's not a good thing. Like you're like, hang on a sec, you're doing that in my work area. Oh, PSA though for everyone who's doing that, stop doing that. Yeah, stop doing that. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> stop yeah. doing it. Morning boys, um, I remember staying at my auntie and uncle's and my uncle was a minister. So we got ready for church and then um, 
Cena Ribena bottle um, before the Holy Communion stuff for Sunday. Um, me thinking, you know, I was pretty thirsty. So I went to the fridge, had, there was no drink, so I didn't want to drink water, so I was thinking to myself, oh, might as well have a little sip of the Ribena. So I had a little sip, the sip went to sculling up the whole bottle. <laughs> Anyways, my auntie um, came down, questioning everyone who drank the Ribena for the Holy Communion. Here's me thinking, oh, I'll just be quiet. Didn't say anything. But I was like, I don't give a shit because I'm going to give you blessings. Nah, thanks. Love you, auntie and uncle. Mwah. Come on, man. <laughs> hey. hey, man, usually I'd laugh, but man, that was the Holy Communion you drank, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a Ribena. It's the blood of the lamb, silly. Come on, Mark. What are you talking about? I thought it was actual wine that was used most times. Nah, I think that's only in some, like, really traditional hard-out ones. It was Ribena in my day. Thrifty on on the off weeks when (laughs) we didn't have enough time. Yeah, at a Catholic school too, we were on the (laughs) Ribenas. These guys used used to do the ash everything, eh? Uh, at your school Ash Wednesday We did everything Like Hail Mary uh, We did a Hail Mary To start every class Or maybe our you father <laughs> <laughs> And our father Still looking for him Hail Mary's a, a play In NFL Sorry guys That was a, that was a joke I got you I got you Silence was loud about the, the, the guy that you Partner up with At the gym um, And it's a You go I go seat And you grab The male's weight And he grabs The lightweight And then Halfway through The workout All of a sudden You hear Come on bro you can do it, bro. Come on. You need to keep up. You need to go harder. You need to shut your face, my boy. First off, look at your tiny ass weights. Next time, I'm just going to halfway through the seat, just jump in my car and go home. I don't give a shift, my boy. I agree, eh? I can't stand people that have energy to encourage others when they're clearly, like, not going hard enough. Mind your damn business, fam. I feel like we stopped going to the gym potentially maybe for that reason. Especially in group classes. That's what we've got PTs for. That's what they're walking around for to encourage us. I didn't ask. You're a member. You're you're in PT privileges right now. (laughs) Sure, sure. I would listen to Morning Shift as I do every single day. My dad goes, are you not going to listen? Don't you listen to Brisbane radio anymore? Because I live in Brisbane. He goes, why do you support local? Man, I don't give a shift about supporting the local. It's the my morning crew every single day. Thank you. I mean, you almost got it. <laughs> you know what? That hey, is. And hey, nah, I, you don't give a shift. You it is, man. My, my, your our morning crew. You know what I'm saying? We won. We won. She don't give a shift. I don't give a damn. I love that. Thank you, sis. Last one shifters. <laughs> so about those those people that that you know don't even watch UFC or boxing, and and they come at you like you know like they're professional, and they watch every PPV, you know, like my Indian mate from work. Oh. He adds me. He adds me like this. What about Ranasanya, brother? What about Ranasanya? He's scared, brother. He's scared, brother. First off, he ain't scared. How the heck is Arasanya scared of anybody. You better shut the front door and you better do the dishes before I one-on-one you, my boy. I don't give a shift. Hey, he he right about, like, you know, UFC fans, eh? Like, it, it, <laughs> I don't know about the accent was you know scary, but, like, yeah. I know what you mean, though. You're like, you know, we've, all, we've all been guilty of it, eh? Even the old, like, watching in this, be like, why, why is he tired? Like, why is his hands down? 
Why is his hands down? You know what a super strange phenom is? <laughs> it's talking crap on behalf of somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird how you like. We're all guilty of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're well, like talking. Just so into yeah, it. Trash talking on behalf of Izzy is like, or against Izzy. It's like, what are you doing? It's it, not you it, you're talking about. Izzy's like, good. Bowman's gas yourself up. If you think you're good enough to do it, Bowman's, but don't hide behind a keyboard and then start gassing up someone else. Keyboard warriors, Matt. Gentlemen, you have no idea how long I've been waiting for the segment to come back. And I have to let you guys know this because I really don't. I really don't. Bacon is the most overrated food, regardless of like breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Carbonara, scrape it out. It is what it is. I do not like bacon, and I don't give a shift. Yarmy, yarmy, yarmy. I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I don't agree with you. Thank you, but that's the energy to come with. It's not the best meat, eh, or bacon. I will jam some every now and then, man. Oh, that streaky bacon beehive. Oh, hello. Oh, oh put me in there. Well, that was great. I don't give a shift energy this week, shifters. Thank you so much for uh, for voicing in. And as always, if you ever if you ever feel like it doesn't have to be today, it doesn't have to be tomorrow. But if you ever feel like, hey man, I got something guy I don't give a shift about, send us a voice memo on Instagram. We'll play it out of the show. We know a lot of whānau uh, listen to this, so kids, don't get cute, eh? Start saying I don't give a shift at home to your parents. All right, it's still a swear word. But on the way out, three, two, one. I don't give a shift. Three, two, one. I, I don't give, give a shift. shift. This. Is the morning shift. Kilda Shifters, very excited for the segment we're about to do. All gas, local, safe, and reliable LPG supplier for home and businesses. The team at All Gas has gassed us up for the from the very beginning. That's the morning shift. And we want to gas up other startups and small businesses. And we want you to nominate more small businesses we can gas up to the Shifters community. So how do you do that? How do you be a part of it? If you nominate the businesses on the Shifters Facebook page. Basically, if you do that, we will take care of the rest. Okay, everything else will be sorted for you. So we want to give a big thanks uh, once again to Our Gas, local, safe and reliable. Love it. Let's gas up our first business. And Come on. Roz is here. Roz, uh, kia ora. Can you tell us all about uh, Kares Kais? Yeah, kia ora, kia ora, guys. How are you? Good. Thank Very you, Roz. Good, thank you. That's great. And I'm really, like, to be nominated and everything like that, I know I did put my hand up as well. I was like, hey, kia ora, Kares Kai over here. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, when initially when I first got started, it all started from um, when my kids were younger and, like, um, sporting and everything like that, you know, trips. One of my whanau was like, hey, your fried bread's really good. And I was like, really? Yes. Like, you know. So I pretty much had a bag of flour and I just posted up like on, um, I don't think we had um, the Facebook uh, marketplace back then, but it was just like, hey, whanau, anyone want to buy some fried bread? Five bucks, you know. Awesome. Um, yeah, so it sort of just went from there. Then um, I'm, I'm like involved in a lot of community things. So pay it forward was a big thing for me, you know, and I was a, a young mum with a lot of kids and, you know, giving back was sort of like, um, I know there's always someone worse off than I am. Mm. Um, so from there, sort of my little base grew from, um, oh, what other food do you do? So I sort of ventured <laughs> out into um, pretty much everything my, I learned from growing up, you know, being on either the marae or just at home with mum, you know. So, um, you know, my kids got to go overseas um, through what I do. Yes. Um, and then I've just sort of took it a next step further by um, – Trying to turn it into a little business, yeah. We love that small business. Um, it's 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 such so awesome to hear. Um, just for people who are, I know our people are very visual and they want to know about taste. What can they expect? What's yeah. on the Kares Kai menu? Like you know, if we're supporting the small business, and we will. Basically, our main seller is hangi, 
Mm. Um, now, and I, and I do get a lot of stick for that because, and being wahine and all, you know, I can't, you know, the, the tikanga, the kaupapa around it all, I can't physically do the mahi in the ground. So I use what we have, um, what I call as a UFO, so a universal um, oven. Um, so I... That, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it tastes better, to be honest. Nah, this one's... <laughs> well, hey, but, you know, I don't, hey, I'm going to leave that to you guys to figure out. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, hangi, hangi fry bread chowder, we do the combos, um, you know, creamy goodness, the juicy pork falling off the bone, all that sort of jazz, yes. I do the power steak rolls, we do seafood balls, we do... Um, oh, knew it. Wait, is this, um, is this, is this like, all, all week round? Is, like, can we get it all in um, soon? Definitely, and I'm sorry I couldn't come in today. No, no, no. So we, we, we can no, no, pay. No, no. Yeah. We can pay. We can do all of that. When when is it kind of available? Um, well, on my um, socials, um, I do post up a few days in advance when I can cook. Awesome. Just because sometimes I'm catering, so like I yeah. do a lot of um, corporate gigs or um, family functions, weddings, things like that. Beautiful. How do we search you out? What are we looking for on Facebook? Facebook is just Kare's Kai, um, and it'll come up Auntie Kare. That's me. Uh, on on Insta, we've got um, Kari's underscore Kai, and then TikTok has got my name, Rosalind P, and Kari's Kai. Awesome. You know what I love about this is yeah. I know our shifters. Uh, I know it's pretty um, centric to West Auckland, and if you're in Tamaki Makoto, but I think we all understand. Uh, we all love our Kai, and we've all kind of. You know, thought about nights where, man, what should I eat and what should I, you know, what can I eat? And we've all gone to the big fast food restaurants and that. But if you think about it, this is Rosalind, uh, Ros, our awesome shifter. Uh, we're gassing up her local business. So if we can, Fano, if you're listening right now, you are in Tamaki, go and follow that page, Kares Kai. Uh, get behind it. And actually, let's give our dollars to not only just the shifters, but supporting our local. Whew, are you hungry, my bro? I can eat right now. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to the Eddy right now in West Auckland. Well, anyway, guys, all gas, local, safe, and reliable LPG supply for home and businesses. They have gassed us up the morning shift from the start, and thank you for allowing us to gas up other small businesses from the shifters. Love it. Is that our show? That's us. What That's week. our weekend. Hey, did we find Cinderella <laughs> or Fella? No. no we but we are going to one day. Mm-hmm. Hey, go the wilds this weekend as well. Love you, boys. Check on your people. Great week, boys. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make them an offer again with you. The Shift. I love you. This is The Shift. Got it. Okay.